Hi, and welcome to Cage Off, a podcast where we decide the cagiest of all Nick Cage movies. Today, we're bringing up the film Raising Arizona. Will it rise to the top and beat Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans to become Cage of the Hill? The cages enter, but only one cage can win. The Cage Off. I am your escaped prisoner and the same character John Goodman always plays, Aaron. I'm joined today by the guy who is addicted to robbing gas stations for some reason, Rakan. Yeehaw. Uh, and an angry man on a bike with an important tattoo or something, Yuan. Oh, hello. Okay, Yuan. Fill us in on the details of Raising Uh-oh. Arizona. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, good luck. Okay. Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... Here we go. I'm going to put my phone down so I can do this properly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we're following a guy that's addicted to robbing gas stations, uh, played by Nicolas Cage. And he meets a police officer as he's being arrested time and again, and somehow magically woos her. They want to have a baby, but they can't, so they decide to steal one for some reason. I mean, the reason being they want to have a kid, but it's pretty extreme, right? And this couple has a baby in their... The babies have too many. Yeah, and they have too many, so they try to... Like, the other couple that they're stealing from have have too many babies, so they try to justify the stuff. They steal a baby. Things happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like we should just kind of get into details on, like, what happens in between. But basically, we have the two convicts that he met in prison that he's kind of friends with that turn up. We have the angry biker dude... And we also have the uh, the mainly the the husband uh, or or father of the of the children, including the the child that they stole. Um, that's kind of the the main main characters, I guess. And Nicolas Cage and his wife, of course. It's like Fargo, but a comedy. Yeah, kind of. I was I was thinking about it. Like I, I it's. I just realized this... that it's kind of like magical realism, but in a live action movie, it's really weird. Because it's it's all it's all so incredibly unbelievable, but it's played off completely straight at the same time. It's just it just happens, right? And like it, he has a vision that he's dreaming, but at the same time, this this vision that he has of this angry Mad Max style biker dude that's apparently we learn a bit later hunting babies. He's also he's real, right? Right, and it's. And he turns up and he has interactions with, with, well, more or less everyone eventually. Yeah. Because you think it's like, it's way cartoonish, it's just a dream. Mm. But then he does throw grenades on rabbits and, <laughs> and is like a cartoon villain. Yeah, but I mean, that uh, exists. But it, I mean yeah. it starts with like, um, uh, even when, the, when they meet uh, Nicolas Cage and, and uh, the, the Ed, uh, Edwina, the, the, mm-hmm. the police officer. When they meet, all of that is in itself super strange, right? Like, there's lots of strange mm. 
strangeness in the movie, but it's played off as if it's normal. That's kind of what magical realism is in a nutcase. Uh, yeah, right. In a nutcase. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Deal with it. Because yeah. isn't another thing about this movie like cartoon physics or cartoon logic was a thing? Like when they would like fight, like oh yeah yeah yeah, and like you know, punch. Yeah, to some extent, um, I have to say I really love the the fight scene with John Goodman and Nicolas Cage in the um, in in the home of Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that was so enjoyable. But even like when later when Nicolas Cage is crawling away from the biker guy, um, like he, when like when he's being hit and when he's crawling under the car and he's being dragged out, like yeah, you're right. It's it's all pretty cartoonish, but it's not. The Coen brothers are very skilled filmmakers, right? Like, it's th- th- they're walking this fine line between being too much and being just right. And I feel like they managed to maintain the just right line the, the whole way through. Now, Aaron, I'm not sure if I answered kind of, like, the question of, like, what the movie is about. <laughs> um, I-, I guess I'm going to sum up with... Th- it ends with them giving the baby back. Um, and they're forgiven because the the father is understanding of them not being able to have kids so yeah it's kind of natural i guess that you, you stole one of our babies <laughs> right like that's another thing that's like super weird but it's played off as if it's normal right this movie is filled with him and i love it so yes okay. thank you that is what happens in the film um right uh anything to add i guess we're already in in the meat of this um oh. rakam what did you think overall what, what what did i think i think i thought i was watching a coen brothers film yeah and i know they're like they can go from like dark and to comedic and uh i think one of my favorite like you know like the Coen Brothers films are, are the ones that are like comedic, but but sometimes they go a bit too much. Uh, and then, but I, I really like this one. It was is this one of their first? Is this their second film, right? Yeah, it's my first time watching it. And then it was nice to see like an early Coen Brothers film because mm-hmm. I'm used to like the Big Lebowski, uh, Fargo, A Serious Man, um, th- those kind of movies. Um, mm. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Where the, you have those kind of com- comedy films, right, with with the stable of actors that they use, so this was interesting. You know, again, they have John Goodman and they have all these like, but this one was, felt very cartoony. And I remember reading before watching the film that Nicolas Cage's character is kind of based on like Woody Woodpecker, like right. or, or or he mm-hmm. kind of was directed to be more cartoony. And then he was supposed... He wanted to act like he normally acts, but they were like, no, 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 we wanted to be Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had that thought a lot of times when I was watching, like, the fight scenes and things where he'd be like, whoa, like, you know, and you had cartoon sound effects playing in there. So it was like... It was watching a real-life cartoon being played out by live action. So, yeah, so but I, was, I feel like yeah. I feel like you're overselling the cartoonish aspect when you say that. Like, it yeah, maybe I like, am a little bit. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like it's gonna be a kids movie, I guess, right? Like, uh, uh, oh, mm. and I'm gonna say I was actually afraid because the reason we picked up this movie for this 
this episode is because I happened to see um, a poster for this movie, or uh, a still, I think, of Nicolas Cage holding a baby. And I was like, that looks awful. <laughs> right, because the, the image I got in my mind is of like, it was like three men and a baby or whatever with um, Tim Allen and people. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I haven't even, like, haven't even seen that entire movie or anything. I just saw like some clips on YouTube at one point. And it's just like the worst, you know, it's like the three incompetent people, three incompetent men trying to take care of a baby, right? Right. And then, ha ha, hoo hoo, very funny jokes, and the baby does stuff and things, right? And it's, and it's just fucking worst type of movie, right? Yeah. And I was afraid that, although it probably wouldn't be that bad, I was afraid it was going to be the same sort of thing, where, like, they play too much off the baby with, like, poor baby, ha-ha, goo-goo-gaga jokes, you know, like yeah. the baby plays with food, you know, all of that garbage. None of that is in the movie. Yeah, they do play a bit, play a bit with, like, the baby thing, being helpless and stuff, and yeah. super cute is a thing. Yeah. But not... Not the cartoonish, awful, and also kids' movie stuff. Uh, not I cartoonish. Think, in, well, you know what I mean. Well, I mean, like, in the beginning when he was trying to kidnap a baby. Mm-hmm. And then he was, like, picking one up and, like, shush, don't cry. And they were, like, all over the place. They were suddenly, like, running away and being mischievous. And he had to go, like, pick yes, them up. Yes, yes. It's kind of in that vein. But it's it's also very much like you're doing a bank heist. Or, like, or not a bank heist, but, like, um... Uh, a museum heist, right? Like at night, and you're avoiding the guards and stuff, and something starts going wrong, right? Like yeah. a, a statue starts tipping over, right? Yeah. And you're trying to keep that statue, and you you hit something yeah. else, right? Yeah. It's more that, yeah. and it, they yeah. just happen to be babies. Then, okay. <laughs> then like them playing off like the babies playing with food and stuff, right? It's more like oh, the baby's gonna escape. I need to stop that baby, but then there's the other. They're crying. Oh no, the parents are gonna hear. I need to. St- Ooh, this is very stressful, right? And he's sweating like so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I I don't feel like that's really. Even then, that's probably the closest this movie got, but it's it's not really the same. Do Do you guys agree or not? I agree. I'm just waiting for Aaron to say something. I I'm I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was doing a lot of back and forth with Johan, so I'm going to be quiet, and maybe Aaron wants to say, well, I guess, yeah, he's good. <laughs> um, yeah, Aaron but, doesn't like babies. I guess not, no. Um, I, I feel bad because I gave um, Red Rock West a lot of shit for trying to be a Coen Brothers movie and failing. Mm. And while I was watching this, I was like, Man, if the Coen Brothers directed this movie, it might actually be good. <laughs> Is that a thought that kept happening? And then I looked at the, you know, the directors and I was like, whoa, 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 what? Wait, did you like halfway through the movie? No, like, no, I knew it was a Coen Brothers film. I'm doing a bit, Rakan. Okay, um, okay. I wasn't sold at all. I guess I was just in a bad mood as far as this film goes or whatever i wasn't on its level or something but i was just kind of like meh it's fine Hmm. didn't didn't grab me at all on any level to be honest okay oh okay so uh, i I mean i i can agree with that aaron that it's it didn't grab me either because I, i feel like it's not a movie that grabs you it's not very deep 
it's it's very surface level yeah but it didn't keep me entertained that's the problem mm. like i started looking for other things to do while it was on and every now and then something sort of mildly interesting would happen like the fight with jog goodman or something mm. um so then i'd watch it but uh and yeah and i watched it like a week ago i really don't have much recollection of what actually happened in it oh, i did okay. i did see it when i was like really young because i remember the guy on the bike his like introduction scene mm -hmm. i remember that i was like oh i've seen this before mm. uh but that was it so even then the first time i watched it uh it didn't didn't leave any lasting impressions on me okay because I, I i don't think it's like one of those like like very deep uh coen brothers films mm. but it's like it's like entertaining and pretty like set pieces happening and you know you go from here to there and it's very like logical i mean personally I, I really got a lot of enjoyment out of uh what do you call it um like like just certain scenes the way they set up scenes like i for example the we, the one we already mentioned with the babies right i found it very enjoyable the, the way like he's he's sweating more and more profusely in a ridiculous way as he's trying to keep them from escaping and then ultimately like he fails and we know yeah. all right so it's juxtaposed with th this entire scene of him stressing around in the baby room right it's juxtaposed with um a shot uh, of um, the uh, the husband and wife of the babies because uh, they're kind of wealthy so they're sitting in kind of a wealthy but also really boring room at the same time and they're obviously like boring people they're sitting in like you know spaced apart in their respective chairs being boring as fuck right at the same time that they have this kind of chaos going on upstairs and it's just it's all very skillful now Maybe Aaron didn't enjoy that, and that's fine. But personally, I, I got a lot of enjoyment out of that sort of... And it, it, there was a lot of just those sort of scenes, the fight with John Goodman, but even just other things. The, when they escape prison, right? And John uh, yeah, Goodman yes. is coming out of the mud, and he's fucking screaming. screaming. And he keeps screaming, and he pulls his like <laughs> companion out of the mud too, and he's screaming the whole time. And it's just great. It's great. I, I think it. they're being birthed from the ground. Yeah. You know, as as they emerge from the hole in the ground. Yeah, and like John they Goodman come comes up like head first and crawls out, right? And then he pulls yeah. up the companion by the feet. Yeah. Which is just... Uh, and it looks awful. Like, the experience seems awful to me at the same time. So I understand that they're screaming. I don't know. No, it's it's, it's great. I, I think it's it's really it's such a good scene that one, <laughs> screaming. Yeah, and I mean like, and and the, the way they shot that too, it's like you see the prison in the background, and mm. we have callbacks later to it in the movie because because Nicholas Cage spoiler has a, a vision of them going back to prison where they literally go back to the hole and crawl back in. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just I don't know. I we I know from previous mm -hmm. uh, experience that when Nicolas Cage has a vision it's real yeah yes in in the movie yeah yeah um, so this movie is a prequel to next sure <laughs> I haven't seen that movie 
But I'm, I'm very sorry. I have no idea what that movie <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure some listeners are like, "Oh yes, exactly." Aaron. So good. Aaron's on the ball, <laughs> on point today. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, Rock and Johan, they're so stupid. Why are they even on this podcast? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that that guy who who's really down on this fun movie. He really speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, what else is there to say? Um, I mean, we can talk about like individual moments and stuff, but the movie is just, I mean, it's super well crafted, I think. Like, yes, it's all surface level, but then you have like the whole like Nicolas Cage loses his job and so he goes to rob a store again because he's addicted to it, as Aaron mentioned in the, in the introduction. Uh, so he goes to, to rob a convenience store, but this time he does it with the wife and the kid in the car. So they drive off. And so you have this ridiculous chase scene where everyone's shooting after him. But, and this is a bit cartoonish, but also like kind of medical realism where no one hits him. And he's kind of unfazed and he just keeps running. And everyone has a gun. Yes. Yes, everyone has a gun. It's in Arizona. I guess everyone has a gun there. Yeah, first the... The guy in the service station, gas station, has a gun. It's like a magnum. Yeah. And then the cops are just shooting at him. And then the guy in the supermarket shooting at him. And he's got a shotgun too, the guy in the supermarket. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I mean, it's just, it's all, it's all, for me anyway, it's super enjoyable. And uh, and I highly recommend this movie as as a movie, I guess. And it's cartoon gun physics again. They just shoot and everything just misses like just barely misses yeah and like they did well in the store as well where like the shells almost explode yeah when the when the guy shoots them with shotgun oh i love the evil manifestation villain guy who also has a woody woodpecker tattoo his shotgun just blasts a giant hole uh, through the windows of the car, but yeah, I want to ask about that. Like, was he related to Cage's character to High? I don't like, know. Like he, because when I saw the tattoo, I was like, oh shit! Is 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 he like? Is it gonna come up like he's related to him? And are they gonna be? I like... I didn't get. I, I felt like it was a reference to something, and I was like, is he gonna say something or like, oh, we fought in Nam together? You know, like I, I don't know. Mm. Right, it felt like it was going to be, but not specifically that, but something where they connected, because Nicolas Cage, when when they're fighting, or Nicolas Cage being beaten up, um, uh, he pulls like on the chest and reveals a tattoo, right, and it's Woody Woodpecker yeah. uh, on the manifestation guy, and it seems like it's going to be a thing, but then it isn't. Yeah, then the guy explodes, and then it's, and then they're done. And, and then they're done. Yeah, I mean. And, and we we never hear anything more about it, and there's no callbacks to that, unless I missed them. But in the final vision, there's no callbacks to that either, so I, I don't know. Yeah, because they didn't really, like, uh, have payoff on that, but I was like, maybe they're brothers? Mm. Like, you know, they were both... Because he was so it's also like, on uh, the black market. So it's like Sandor he's... and... Um, oh, it is. The, the Mountain and the Hound from Game of Thrones. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't didn't he mention that he was also sold on the black market? 
Was he sold on the black market? He said, yeah, well, he was a baby. That's how he knows the prices of babies. Because oh. he was sold for $30,000, and that was 1954 money. Oh, okay. I, I, okay, I, I missed that part of the dialogue, I think. Yeah, because uh, he goes in and he tries to negotiate for the for the bounty, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, $30,000, you know, take it or leave it. And he's like, well, you know, why, why $25,000 when I can sell it for this much of money on the black market? Mm. So you should pay me more. Otherwise, I'll just get the baby and sell them. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to get the baby anyway, right? Like the question Yeah, is exactly. No matter baby. what you do, pay me. I'm yeah. going to get it. Which is, I, which is really I, weird, by the way, because, okay, so if he's in that sort of business, he should just go take some other baby. Like, if he's going to sell it to the black market, why would, he, why would he take one that's already being looked for? That seems really mm. stupid. No, but I feel like maybe he doesn't have any qualms about stealing an already stolen baby. Oh, so he has morals. He has some morals. Is, is, is that actually your takeaway, Rakhan? I mean, look, he's going to steal the baby, and if they want to pay for it, they can. They, if right? they want to pay for the baby stealing? If they want to pay for the baby to come back, they can. Mm. He's, not, he's not stealing it just to sell in the black market, you see. All right, but then couldn't he like give the baby back, and then like he comes back the next day and he steals it again, and he's like, "I completed my part of the deal." <laughs> you see, yeah, exactly. And so you can pay me again, and can you give it back? That's why he again? doesn't do that. Yeah, then he's, they wouldn't get paid. Oh, he's like a security penetration tester, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you're gonna put bars on the window, right? And then they do that, right? Yeah. And then he comes down the chimney, and he's like. You can't forget mm-hmm. about the chimney, you know? Yeah, gotta pay me again now. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, next next time he comes in, like, the Kool-Aid guy just through the wall, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just blast through. <laughs> yeah, but I it's think... It's baby like, time! Any... <laughs> 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 but, yeah, so, so he, I, I guess uh, he's, he's gonna steal the baby anyway, and then if they want to have it, they can pay for it. And, and, but maybe maybe he does do that on a side business like steal babies I don't know maybe he does go do that actually now, now I think about it I wonder how but, big that market is in real life by the way because I'm, I'm sure it exists like some sort of like you know like you go on the dark web you know just like you can find drugs I'm sure you can you know find someone that's selling a baby oh, but like okay. like if you, if you want an American baby for example that must be really expensive and really difficult to get but there's a lot of people who are like, you know, on drugs and alcohol and they just want to give away their baby. Imagine growing up and knowing how many bitcoins you were sold for. How depressing that would be. <laughs> <laughs> I was sold for 14 fake monies. Oh my god. Yeah, but on the other hand, it's like they are now worth more than like the world economy, you know. I, I don't know. I'm thinking about this now because you're, you're telling me on the black market it might be worth a lot. But you're telling... Okay, maybe... I don't know. Maybe people who, who want to adopt? Is, is, or are you saying for sinister purposes they're like buying babies? Yeah, I mean like, okay, so... So you 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 want to adopt, but you can't for some reason. Yeah. Like in the yeah. movie, for example, going yeah. back to the movie. So you, you watch, pay right? somebody for a baby. Yeah, because they're not allowed to adopt because Nicolas right, Cage yeah. is a, a convict, like or an, yeah. an ex-convict, I should say. Um, he has like multiple arrests on his record. He's gone to prison multiple times, so it makes sense that they don't allow him to adopt because, yeah. as far as I shady, know, in real life, it's very strict on who like can a adopt. shady adoption agency that has like no questions asked. 
Yeah, but then it's not really like yeah, then it's not really baby trafficking, right? Like then it's just they're circumventing what I'm assuming is pretty stringent regulations for who can adopt. Mm. Um, but it's not it's not trafficking. Like it's still a baby that's mm. like oh, okay, put up for yeah. adoption, right? Okay, okay, yeah. I I don't know. I don't even know if it's called trafficking for babies, by the way, but I assume so, because it's human trafficking. Baby trafficking. (laughs) Wonderfully light subject for this light movie. I'm trying to think of a diminutive of trafficking, but I can't. Trafficking? Okay, anyway. Trafficked. (laughs) Anyway, anything specifically um, about the the movie uh anybody want to talk about or point out um i i honestly don't have anything to add i thought i was somewhat kind of meh on this film but i am 100 percent meh on this film so i really mm. don't have anything i want to talk about in it Not basically in the, the only thing i wanted to talk about was the tattoo and how that made no sense and we've covered that mm. so oh, okay. anybody else the soundtrack I yeah, literally but, can't remember a song. No, it's like a hillbilly guy on the background is going. Wee! Oh yeah, the that, but that that just felt Coen Brothers to me. Like, I was just like, "Yep, fine." Yeah, it's, it's very like, uh, "Oh brother, where art thou?" And you know, mm. yeah, the, like default Coen Brothers soundtrack sounds. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Collection. I mean, pack. I guess this yeah. is like Coen Brothers <laughs> collection pack six. Yeah, but I, I guess this is like the the genesis of. Coen Brothers scores, I guess, right? Mm. Uh, I mean, I and and for for their less serious movies, one should add, um, and maybe even then, not all of them. A Serious Man, which is also a kind of comedy, is very different from this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because this one was, what? Which Coen Brothers film would be most similar to? Maybe Or Brother, right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the most like kind of over the top ridiculousness at least of the ones i've seen i haven't seen all the movies i think but yeah because yeah. i i liked i like big Lebowski and uh i remember liking that movie a lot back in the day you know what's, it's funny i i know people really like that movie and and yeah. maybe like i should watch it again now but holy shit i did not enjoy the movie at all when i saw it oh okay like no. it's probably like blasphemous to say that i'm pretty sure like to, to say that publicly but it, but it's true i'm sorry yeah, I, I maybe you didn't really were into it back then. I don't know. Oh, and maybe or maybe I'm just very stupid. Isn't there like a sort of like a faux religion, like dudism? Oh yeah, yeah. Based on that movie, the dude abides. Yeah, there's a whole thing. It's I remember really liking the Hudsucker Proxy the first time I saw it. Is that a Cumbros? Yeah, it's one of their earlier comedies. Oh. Oh, I, I don't have a list of them in chronological order, but that one was in '94, so it's after this. Mm. Okay, I'm looking at a list right now. So yeah, this is their second movie. Blood Simple was their first, and yes, okay. But yeah, I think the soundtrack was yeah, like like we said, Coen Brothers volume con- collection. Yeah, I mean, and <laughs> and, and just to be clear, that means that it's pretty forgettable. It's it's not. It's it's whatever. It's very serviceable for the movie, but it's not like something, you know, it's not it's, Celine Dion, like Titanic, like, oh, you know that song, you know. It's a weird mm. kind of uh, mix of being very forgettable, but also really weird. 
Because hmm, yeah. when you listen, like when someone points it out to you, you're like, yeah, this is a weird film score. Mm. But then it's like, okay, cool. I've, for- I've now forgotten <laughs> everything except one guy going, wee! <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's in it and jangly guitars and banjos. You know what You know what the absolutely best thing would be is if that is not in the movie, but we think it is. Like we're, we're so say, sure. Yeah. Like it's in Arizona, so obviously there's banjo. Yeah, because like, there's similar music, but there's no wee. <laughs> yeah, but I am. I think I'm ready to move on. Like, right? I, I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, if we don't have anything to say, um, let's uh, let's talk about Mr. Cage after we take a short break. Cage in 60 seconds. Tell him I think he's a damn fool, Ed. You tell him I said so, H.I. McDonough. And if he wants to discuss it, he knows where to find me in the Maricopa County Maximum Security Correctional Facility for Men, State Farm Road, number 31, Tempe, Arizona. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. Thank you, honey. But you, you really didn't have to do this. You son of a bitch, you're acting like a mad dog. What if me and the baby been picked up? Turn left, dear. Nathan Jr. would have been an accessory to armed robbery. No, it ain't armed robbery if the gun ain't loaded. What kind of home life is this for, Todd? Like, you're supposed to be an example. A what, businessman? Uh-huh. I never postured myself as a three-piece suit type. Turn right, honey. We got a child now. Everything's changed. Well, Nathan Jr. accepts me for what I am. And I think you better head to you know, honey, I'm okay, you're okay, that there's what it is. I know, but honey... See, I come from a long line of frontiersmen and... Oh, here it is, dear, turn here. Frontiersmen and outdoor cops. I'm not gonna live this way, honey. It just ain't family life. Well, it ain't Ozzy and Harriet. I know you're worried, honey, but believe me, there ain't a thing to be worried about. We're absolutely going to get him back. There just ain't no question about that. We'll get him back. That's just all there is to it. And you want to know another thing? I'm going to be a better person from here on out. That's final. That's absolutely the way it's going to be. That's official. You were right. I was wrong. A blind man could tell you that. Now, they ain't going to hurt him, honey. They're just in it for the score. But I ain't like that no more. I'm a, I'm a changed man. You were right. I was wrong. We got a family here. I'm going to start acting responsibly. So let's go, honey. Let's go get Nathan Jr. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, uh, Rakan, mm-hmm. uh, what what do you think of Mr. Cage in this film? He was very cartoony. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, was he, he, he cagey? I don't think so. Maybe I, sh- I wish I didn't read that interview <laughs> about him talking about that experience of this movie. So I feel like I'm like. Like my opinion is gonna be filtered by that now. So no, it's n- not cagey because he was denied opportunity of being cagey. Ah, but, but did he work within those constraints and make it his own? I think I saw some some glimpses of caginess there. Any particular examples? Uh, hold on. Oh, I can't think of it now, but I remember like oh, like when, I think it was doing the fight scene. 
when he, he was going at it. And I was like, oh, that, that's Cage. Yeah, when he was, like, screaming. I th- yeah, the, 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 the Cage scream. I kind of, like, I heard, like, like a second of that in there. <laughs> and I was like, the, the, you know, the, the famous growl scream thing that he does. I, I have to say, I was annoyed. John Goodman mm-hmm. punches the roof mm-hmm. of the car. Mm-hmm. Yes! And I was like, I, you stole that. You stole that from my boy. You give him back his car punch. <laughs> bang, bang, and, bang. And in, general, in general, John Goodman does the screaming. Yeah. He does most of the screaming, yes. I think Cage had like half a second of screaming, and that was it that I could think of. Uh, but yeah, John Goodman was great in this movie. I think he's, he kind of stole the show, as you said. And when, when I saw the car punching scene, I'm like, oh, that's Aaron's... <laughs> One of the hallmark things of Cage, he's you know, which so far he's done in two films that we've seen. <laughs> I've decided it is the core of caginess. <laughs> yeah, it's the Aaron's barometer of caginess. <laughs> like, does it have car punching? Yes. Okay, it is good caginess. Uh, yeah. So I, 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 what, what is this movie up against? So I just, well, well we, we, we save that for later. Yeah, we're saving we'll that for later. We gotta, I gotta okay. get a Yuan's opinion his... on the general okay. performance. But yeah, the overall, I think the movie's general performance. No, no, Cage's Cage's performance. general performance. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, sorry. His 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 general. But yeah, if we're not talking about <laughs> Cage's per se, like his performance, I think was was fun, and it was fun to watch uh... him like in a Coen Brothers film. And then have him directed, and then have these kind of uh, react. Uh, I feel like a lot of things he did was reaction shots, or like look weird or look cartoony. Or he he Whoa. did just spend a lot of time like over his head in this movie. Like stuff was happening to him mm-hmm. or around mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and him reacting to it. So it is a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of him reacting to things, being chased down the street while being shot mm-hmm. at. Turn to right. Yeah, he he. Uh, speaking of being cartoonish, he runs funny too. I just realized <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't run normally. He runs exaggerated, cartoony. Yeah, it does. That's true. So yeah, that that was my take on it. Like it was pretty entertaining, and I think John Goodman stole like, fun fun stuff. Like his performance is pretty good, and yeah. But you go ahead, Johan. Sorry. For... Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I guess that's that's the problem for me. Is like John Goodman had a much cagier performance. <laughs> um. So so with that, obviously, it's not like a super cagey movie. Uh, he's pretty. Uh, I'm not gonna say normal, but he he's doing acting, right? He's not doing like signature cage. He's doing. Well, I mean, I guess Rakan, you know, he cited an interview apparently. That Cage did whatever. I haven't read it myself, but I think it's pretty obvious that he was mm-hmm. like directed and he kind of he followed the direction. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't I'd like. I it's it. I mean, I can't tell how much Cage made it his own, but however much he did, it's not. It's still not very Cagey. It's 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 very much. I feel, and it's not bad for the movie, but it's it's the the character is playing more so than. Than Cage, like Nicholas Cage, the actor, with his saniness and whatever. Yeah, I agree. Um, there was it was uh, it wasn't necessarily understated, but it was 
uh, a change from what you would expect if Cage was allowed to let loose. Mm. Um, but I guess that's what happens when he's tightly directed and also put against actors that are just much more um, outlandish than he is. He, I guess he didn't really have that reputation or he didn't have enough experience yet to be that guy. Okay. So he's he's kind of has to play it straight, and then you put someone like John Goodman or um, Willem Dafoe, mm. you know, who who kind of steals the scene from him because he's not yet the um, the super crazy weird guy. Um, and then I mean, I guess, and then now where he does have that reputation, he ends up in films where he just he's even more stoic and boring so I don't, I don't know what's happened with his career I, I think there, there was a time where he when he was kind of passionate and jumping in and taking roles where he would do his kabuki theater his western kabuki theater yeah but yeah but because this was a coen brothers film i think they were very like limiting and, and they wanted a certain thing out of it yeah and it was very early in his career as well so yeah Okay. He, he couldn't afford to be like no i will do it my way yeah and i mean but you know at the same time to to cage's credit my impression anyway considering how much i enjoyed the movie and how much i did enjoy nicholas cage's character in the movie i think he probably followed that direction very well yes right like yes. he gave I, I the directors want, exactly what they wanted i don't want to say if you don't let cage cage he's terrible yeah it's that he isn't as cagey, which not necessarily is a bad thing, given depending on the character, if he's under like a tighter leash or not allowed yeah. to, but, to do but, that. But it is what we're looking for, for the in podcast, the ranking, yes. in the podcast in the, and in, in the cage match that's coming up. Well, I would say given that, you know, Nicolas Cage, he wasn't super cagey in this film. So there's some wiggle room for maybe swapping him out for someone else. So if we were going to kick Nick, do either of you have any thoughts on who you would bring in? Yes. You do? Yes, I do. Oh. I do. I, Is it I... John Cusack? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Wow, he would be so fucking bad in this movie. Wow, dude. No, um, John Travolta. Huh. Oh at, my at, God, at that, that, that came out of left field. Sorry, what was that? At that point in time, like back then, young John Travolta. Yeah, not current day, but like Greece, sexy Greece John Travolta, sort of. Yeah, Greece John Travolta, uh, Carrie, Carrie John Travolta. Actually, yeah, I can see that. Seeing what he was like in those films, he would be a bit more sleazy. He'd be a little less kind of innocent and dopey and and a good-natured and a little bit more sleazy i think john mm -hmm. travolta at that point could have pulled off the innocent stuff a bit mm -hmm. but he would have been a bit more um a bit more sinister i want to say which makes sense for someone that's kidnapping babies i guess i think for me because it was the same year uh i was gonna say woody harrelson 
because uh, you have natural born killers. Mm. And that was, I think, 94 as well. Had, well, no, this is much earlier than 94, right? This was like oh, 87 oh. or something. 87, yes. Okay. Yeah. The Hudsucker Proxy was 94. This was. Oh, yeah, that's why I got 94 stuck in my head. Yeah. Okay. But, but Woody, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like Woody, but mm-hmm. Woody's very wooden. Right? Like, I, I, I don't think he would fit too well. Like, Really? Because I, I was thinking of his performance in Natural Born Killers. I mean, I haven't and, seen that movie. And he's like all over the place there. All Very right. animated. I'm, I'm thinking of more what he was like in Cheers. Oh, the okay. Sitcom. He, yeah. he was like a dopey... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Like a dopey idiot in that. That's, that's, that's what I'm thinking of, but I feel like that wouldn't work too well. I don't know. Hmm. Isn't he in uh, the TV show with with a detective? True, true detective. True detective. Oh, so you yeah. want true detective level Woody Harrison <laughs> in Raising Arizona? Yes, definitely. Okay, that's no, no. I want Natural Born Killers, Woody <laughs> Harrison. Uh, sorry, I've only seen National Treasures. So I I don't. Natural Born <laughs> Treasures. Natural Born Treasures. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, our dearest Nicolas Cage. He's the natural born treasure. Yes, he must be protected at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think Woody Harrelson would have actually fit in that role a bit. It again, different, but he would have been more goofy. Yeah, more um, goofy. So the options we have so far are lean into the goofiness or lean into the sleazeball criminalness of it. Mm-hmm. What was your suggestion, Aaron? Um, I don't have one. Um, um, Do a gender swap. I was just thinking that I was going to say Sigourney Weaver for some random reason. (laughs) (laughs) And she's married to an alien. I I literally no idea where that came from. Um... (laughs) Do they not have, unfortunately, many, like, um, comedian women who are, like, physical? Except for, oh, there's one person who's, like, who's been given that role the past few years, and I really dislike her performances. I don't, oh. don't know who you're talking about. Who's the one? I did like me. doesn't want to get cancelled. I want to yeah. say I did like Holly Hunter. She was very good. Oh, yes, she was very good, yeah. For sure, very good performance. Then. Yeah. Very enjoyable. I, as Ed, yeah, as Ed, and I liked. I did like the thing where he's like, "What are you going to call the baby?" And he's like struggling for names, and he's like, uh, "Ed," and he's Ed. like, "But it's but it's a boy." And yeah, I had this quick double take moment where I was like, "But that's a boy's." Oh right, his wife's name is Ed. And he's Liz like, McCarthy. oh, it's short for Edward. And it's like, I mean, yes, obviously. As though, yeah, but it's funny because so. to them, that's the unusual usage. Yeah, of yeah. Hey. yeah. It's very good. Yeah. But yeah, it was Melissa McCarthy. That's the comedian person I was thinking of. How she's just uh, playing the same character over and over again. Uh, and it's like, please no. Yeah, but overacting I... and overreacting yeah. all the time. I mean, there's a bunch of 
women nowadays who are kind of a bit more slapsticky and stuff in their performance like all the ghostbusters cast that's why they were all cast mm. um but uh in the 80s i can't think of anyone i mean the rest of the people in ghostbusters are great don't, don't get me wrong here i'm just saying melissa mccarthy's unbearable she's horrible like I, like i cannot watch a movie like she was great in bridesmaids i think that character was was really fun and I was like, whoa, I can't wait to see her like in other movies. And unfortunately, I had a monkey's paw when I did that <laughs> wish. <laughs> and, and now I, I, like, she's in a lot of movies. And I'm like, no, please. This is terrible. Make it right? stop, but the monkey paw is done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I was really like, like looking forward to her in more movies. But yeah, uh, uh, I didn't know she can't act unless it's that same character. Like she can only do that one character, and that's it. And I'm like, I'm done, please. I'm done with that character. <laughs> do something else. I mean, on the other hand, like if 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 you enjoy the character she does, I guess, then it's, it's the best thing ever, right? Cause yeah, right. Yeah. Adam, Adam Sandler or, made a career out of that. Yeah, that's true. Jim I, I think that's what she's doing. Like she's she's like, yeah, I'm gonna be the the woman's Adam Sandler. Lady Adam Sandler, Lady Sandler, ladies. She's gonna be Lady Sandler. <laughs> She's gonna be the Water Girl. Okay, I kid you not. Okay, my prediction: in a couple of years, there's gonna be a Water Boy remake, and she's gonna be in it. <laughs> you hit it here. Oh my money. I have money God. on the table, and she's gonna be Water Girl. Oh oh no! Oh oh no! Okay. Anyway, we have our three picks. Uh, Woody Harrelson, John Travolta, or Sigourney Weaver, for some reason. Um, <laughs> let's, let's move on to The Cage Gage. Uh, Yuan, we'll start with you. Um, if you put this, this, this Nicolas Cage in a fight with the bad lieutenant from New Orleans, mm-hmm. uh, who comes out on top? Um... I mean, he's he's. You know, when you when you do a a, a port of call, um, uh, it's very serious, and uh, uh, and and there's just no contest. Like a confused Nicholas Cage in, in this movie just can't contest. You know, so. Okay. What? 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 <laughs> what? They're not actually it's... fighting. You know, we're not making them fight. <laughs> we're rating their performance. I, or the caginess. Um, have did you have you misunderstood this whole podcast? <laughs> no. It... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Rockins, Rockins, derailing everything. I'm sorry. How okay. Melissa McCarthy became the new Adam Sandler. Aha! Uh-huh, oh. See, HollywoodReporter.com says <laughs> it. <laughs> She's the oh. new Adam Sandler. Oh my god! So, so is Adam Sandler out of a career now? Is no, because Adam Sandler's done works? a Jim Carrey pivot, and now he's trying to do serious roles. Mm. So, Melissa, I want you all to watch Uncut. Uncut no, gems. gems. Uncut gems. Yeah. I okay. never watched Punk Drunk. Punk Drunk. Punk Punch <laughs> Drunk Love. So I ain't watching that. Okay, because if you want to, ha- if you feel like what's like having a panic attack, watch that movie. 
Yeah, no, I don't. It's I've a had simulated a panic, panic attack. I've had panic attacks. <laughs> I don't, don't want to have them for entertainment. <laughs> it, it's you, a simulated one, and it might... Do you panic attacks? <laughs> I don't try this one. Now, now launch a home remedy. You can have panic attacks whenever you want. <laughs> Call this number on screen right now for a free 30-day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 30 days of constant panic attacks yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like uh, the game except it's panic attacks all the time yeah <laughs> so yeah if you want to have that just watch that movie and just have it on loop on background yeah no I'm anyway, good. great anyway going back to the cage match um mm-hmm. yes they don't actually fight Nicolas Cage in this movie is fun but not because he's cagey it's no contest for that reason mm. because it's extremely okay. cagey in in the current the Check current uh, king of the hill uh, or cage of the hill I should say. Uh, Rakan, how do you feel? Yeah, well, no, because I'm gonna say how I feel, and Aaron's gonna be like, I have no vote. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished editing a podcast and I just <laughs> got that line. So no, Aaron, you go first. No, you. Do- I've, I established this at the earlier. The point is, I break the ties. Oh, okay. Well, I agree with Aaron, uh, with Johan that um, it's not cagey. It's a great performance, just like he said. But yeah, um, bad lieutenant, port of call, New Orleans is more cagey. So got to give it to that. Okay. Um, was it Bad Lieutenant 2 or is it Bad Lieutenant? Bad, is there two? No, it's Bad Lieutenant Port of Call New Orleans. There's no two okay, in the title. No, no two. Okay. What What did you want to say? Goldie Horn. Goldie Horn from the 80s. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm swapping my vote from Sigourney Weaver to Goldie Horn. Oh, that would be great. Oh, yeah. That would be so okay. good. Thank, yeah. thank my wife, Kim, for that. <laughs> that that's That's a good suggestion, yes. Oh, now I want to see that movie. That's, that's <laughs> unfortunate. Maybe, yep, maybe we it can never use like some, um, uh, some of that uh, like uh, holographic whatever technology, you know, like they bring back some The deep fake. We could deep fake it. Oh, yeah. We could deep fake. That's, that's easier, I guess, yeah. yeah. That's way easier than doing the yeah, holographic. Yeah, I, I, I was going very complex, but yeah, let's, let's dial it back a bit. Gotta go for the simple No, solutions. I say we get um, the Coen brothers to remake Raising Arizona. No, let's get Michael Bay to remake Raising Arizona. Because that's usually <laughs> yeah. how it works. Oh and give Melissa McCarthy... Uh, Starring Melissa role. McCarthy, yeah. Oh my god, he, he Michael Bay, he would extend the, the action sequence when he's uh, being chased with people shooting and stuff to yeah. like have like explosions and there's going to be a bridge that explodes as he's running over Where it. Would and, the, you know, the military no, has ha- to turn have... up at some point, yeah. There has to be like yeah. attack helicopters and jets and yeah. shit. And like he, he lands on like a container ship or whatever. It's the, it's the president's exploding. baby. <laughs> they, the they kidnap the president's baby. Yes, they yes, do. Yes, of course. Because that's why you get like the... eight children, and they're like, well, they're not going to miss one. You know, they can't count. It's fine. <laughs> and they're all like they're all like secretly transformers for some reason. <laughs> and the only humor John... it has in it's really mean. <laughs> Uh, and it's all I mean like the, the, I guess the signum of like a Michael Bay 
movie is like you're not really sure what's going on visually right like that's very important yeah so instead of like being really clear where we see nicholas cage running down the street instead you're not really sure where he's running like <laughs> you, you know he's running and things are exploding but where is he running to there's and like, suddenly there's a bridge like what yeah there's like 16 cuts and in the background of one of them there's like a city skyline and then there's then there's like an ocean then there's a bridge yeah, and then and there's, there's like a forest the field and... <laughs> like exactly <laughs> And it's all it's all continuously exploding at the same time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're so mean that, to him. That's how they make it to, <laughs> to that millionaire man. He's just a nice millionaire man who wants to make movies for his, you know, buddies Won't someone, to watch. Please think of the rich directors, rich <laughs> successful directors. Think about their feelings. Yeah. They're getting oh, trashed in podcasts as no one listens. I to. mean, if it's we so lose sad. Michael Bay as a listener, I, I guess I'll have to accept that. If he gives up listening to the podcast, yeah. mm. do you think he will though, or like no, will he'll he keep finally be happy just, that we mentioned him? Just, yeah, he'll he'll be like, "That's me." They're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! And like he, he starts playing it on repeat. <laughs> just, <laughs> Michael Bay, Michael Bay, Michael Bay. <laughs> just his name. <laughs> Uh, the, be- the best thing about that is that I have no idea what type of person he is. Like, if he's like actually egocentric or like not at all. The no, only neither thing do I. I is like his movies. I have no <laughs> desire to know, but it's funny to make fun of him. Uh, all right. Um, okay, all right, so do your tiebreaker. Uh, why have you voted that it is more? No, no, I voted that it's less cagey. I mean, you could have voted it was more cagey and been quite confident that I was not going mm-hmm. to give it to you um because i do agree with both of you wholeheartedly yeah it's fine it's a fine performance um but it is not particularly uh wacky off the wall weird mm. there were no choices yeah like when you watch a, a really cagey nicholas cage film mm-hmm. you're like you're watching the film and you're like Nicolas Cage has made a choice right now. He is doing something Mm. that he has decided to do for good or ill. He is going down this path. Mm. Whereas this film, the decisions were made by the directors and he followed those decisions, which he's pretty good at doing, which is why he's a good actor. And I don't like it when people say that he's not. Mm. Um, But... uh, that's me done um if we're going to have this film fight its way down the pile Mm. to see where it ends up um we'll start at the top and have it punch its way down the hill um as it's it's rolling slowly don't you mean kick down the hill like it's being kicked by the other movies in the butt as it falls down the hill oh maybe maybe it smashes the shit out of face off who who knows but it's not gonna spoiler alert um (laughs) so face off is that number two right that's number two currently cool no 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 No, i agree i assume you agree yuan yeah i said no now this is the one where yuan's gonna gonna come up and get all in our face but lord of war hmm Uh, but you know what? This movie really isn't that cagey either. Like, I mean, yes, Lord of War is not a particularly cagey movie. Still, I maintain. But yeah. 
neither is this yeah. and I ah this is actually difficult for the like the wrong reasons Lord of War shouldn't <laughs> be here but um, <laughs> but um, hmm what's, what's below Lord of the War Vampire's Kiss Lord of... oh that should be way higher can we swap yes we can't swap saying. them no, we, that's no, where their where their it's bodies really... have rested like this is this is this is not supposed to be a flaw in the system because you're not supposed to fuck up when you're doing the ranking. But if you do <laughs> fuck up, it's a flaw in the system. Oh, I think if, if something gets dethroned, does it just become number two automatically? Yes. No, I, no, because it should tumble down and fight the others yes. and land in its rightful does place. This? Oh, okay. Oh, so, when something gets dethroned, it should. Yeah, I think we should pause for a minute and then go back and like. Have and, Lord of and, War and have fight all of them. Fight We'd each have to other fight again. all of them. No, like that, that sounds like a special episode, my friend. Yeah, I'm thinking we should uh, maybe have a twentieth episode uh, special. special okay. Make oh, them shit. all fight. Yeah, yeah, like and you have like heels and stuff, and you make up some stories, and you know. And, and then here's what we could do: each person watches like seven Nick Cage movies, <laughs> or five. Each person watches five, and we get a guest star to watch another five and then we argue for which movie should be in which place yes, yes we're just gonna be it great has been because, decided because it's like you didn't see what i saw yeah exactly yes. <laughs> this movie clearly belongs here look i watched jujitsu and you guys missed some amazing <laughs> parts so i feel like it should be number one. <laughs> oh my god in your, in, I'll be like, well, I think you were watching it and you were sleeping and you were like dreaming <laughs> you most of the parts. You dreamed of all the cool sequences. Oh my okay, god! Okay, so what so, was so? Oh, so we'll keep man. going Lord as it is. Lord of I War. Think we go down. How do you feel? I think we go down. Now, I, I do. I... I do genuinely think that Lord of War is more cagey, but they're surprisingly close. Well, that's going away now because Vampire's Kiss more cagey. Yeah, no contest in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Color out of space. It's also way more cagey. Um, leaving Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I assume you, if you object, Rakan, you can you jump in. Yeah, uh, I mean it's, it's obviously also more cagey. Yeah. It's uh... leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, he, he's he's pretty fucking cagey in that movie. Um, yeah, he does the drunk thing, and yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's mainly the drunk thing, but it's also it's also basically the entire movie. Okay, He's this now we've okay. hit that weird line. Okay, mum and dad. Hmm. Do you what, do you think like mum and dad is like a weird line? Like I think wanna... I think there's a there's a a line between when the films become significantly less cagey, and it is around here. It, mm. You could argue exactly where it falls, but I think it's around here that the films become significant now, now listeners should know that Bracken and I do not have a list in front of us so we do yeah. not actually you don't know, know what's, what's coming below. but yeah no yeah as, as we go it's like an adventure for us so yes, mum and dad like how do you listeners. feel I think, mm. I think I think he's actually more cagey than mum and dad yeah I, I agree Rocco. yeah I actually yep. feel like now I'm thinking like mum and dad should be one step over um, what was the, the movie before mum and dad leaving Las Vegas Leaving Las Vegas, yeah. You think Mum and Dad should be more cagey than Leaving Las Vegas? Yeah, I'm just saying it out loud. But it's not going to change. It. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah, think but. Raising Arizona is 
less more cagey than mum and dad Not but less cagey than leaving las vegas i'm confused so no, it's less cagey it's less cagey no, than so, both so rockin is saying that that the current movie loses to mum and dad oh right yes. i thought you yeah, were yeah. saying it wins i i got my no 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 i i, I, I was my object in the sentence mixed up with the subject okay. <laughs> um Okay, so so it's lost against mom and dad, and now it goes up against Gone in sixty seconds. Ooh. More cagey, I think. More cagey. Gone in sixty seconds is more cagey. Because no, no, Gone in sixty seconds is less cagey. See, this is why I got confused. Yeah. Is you just say more cagey, and I'm like, this movie is more cagey <laughs> than Gone in sixty seconds. Okay, that is a complete sentence. Yes, that's right. More cagey, more cagey. This movie is you more are? cagey. How do you feel? Um, I, I don't want to like uh, filter his thoughts. So you, you you go ahead, Johan. Say what you yeah, think. no, no. I, I'm I'm thinking. I, I think I agree with you, Rakan, uh, that this movie is more cagey than Gone in yeah. sixty seconds because Gone in sixty seconds isn't particularly cagey. Mm-hmm. And then we get down to things like Con Air and stuff like that, I guess. And yeah. The yeah. Rock, The Rock, and, and National Treasures. Like, yeah, National yeah. Treasures. Yeah, because Gone in sixty seconds is Hollywood cage. It's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Because Gone in 60 Seconds, he's like, I'm car man. I like cars. The stick shift is so sticky. And yeah. I like and, then, the... and then it's Angelina Jolie that randomly turns up for some reason. And yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I remember from that movie. Uh, and he does not punch the roof of a car. Which no. Is very frustrating. It's right, yeah. He's in so many cars in that movie and he doesn't and hit he any of them. And, and he has like this one particular scene where it's the perfect opportunity to do it and exactly it. the car and it's fails like, it's him. like you're like you're waiting for it and it's coming and it's coming and then like no release and you're like oh my fucking god why <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah no yeah so um bottom line is this movie is more cagey than gone in six seconds i yeah. am happy with that it is locked in at least for the next few episodes as number eight Ooh. Between oh, Mum and Dad 18? and Gone in 60 Seconds. Are, are we doing the Royal Rumble soon? Yes. yes. Well, I think we should do it for episode 20, which is yes. uh, only a couple more episodes away. So. Two episodes away. Nice. Let's go. Um, so just to uh, finish up what we've got here, then after Gone in 60 Seconds, we had Red Rock West, then Wild at Heart, then The Rock, Con Air, Drive Angry, I feel like there's another line that starts yeah. after Conair, where mm. you have Dri- Drive Angry, National Treasures, one and two, Adaptation, Jiu-Jitsu, and Left Behind are all yeah. just like really... They're not necessarily the bad films, but they're really straight. I mean, yeah. Left like Behind this. is an extremely bad movie. I said not necessarily <laughs> Yes, but I, I just want to point it out. It's, it's last it in the list. It just wants to remind everyone. And also because it is horrendous. Yeah. Never watch that movie. Like, like, yeah, in case you haven't watched that movie, don't make the mistake of watching it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you want to know what happens in it, we did a whole podcast. If yeah, you haven't yeah, listened yeah. to it. I mean, you can, you can have fun and listen to us talk about it instead watching it which i recommend <laughs> or, or you can listen better. to our most popular episode which was it <laughs> why just fucking wait, spring this on, on wait, me wait i'm i'm gonna hmm um it's o- the, what do you guys think wild at heart 
is our most is, popular episode, but I'm sure well, something it, has gone wrong. Best? Is it our best? <laughs> something has gone wrong with the uh, with the tracking. It, I'm sure it, of it. That's our latest episode. Yes. That, that's, Let's that's just it. tell everyone how far behind we are with the editing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> over, uh, almost ten episodes ago, yes. Yeah. Uh, wild at heart. Um, yeah. I just put face off up, so actually, it's uh, it's only eight episodes ago. Oh, um, okay. So, but uh, we hope to speed up the release schedule a little bit. Yeah, I think things are coming along nicely now. I mean, so so the thing I'm thinking about... But is you'll, like, oh, you'll know like... that in the future, whether or not that happens. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, sorry, I mean, yeah. by the time you're listening to this, you should know if you're picking up. Yes, obviously. <laughs> but, but also, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, all right, so now we've got listeners. And my first thought was, like, should we switch podcasts then? Because that seems to be what we do, right? Like, <laughs> it's a new concept, right? Like, oh, no, I'm tired of, like, the cage cast. Yeah, I'm kind of getting bored of Nicolas else. Cage. I've had yeah. this idea of... Um... Actually, I don't have any ideas. Darren Aronofsky movies. Oh, Darren Aronofsky no. films. Yeah, but mm. there's only like six of them or something. Yeah, or... so it's going to be fast and we're actually going to finish all of them. We, we could do the Melissa McCarthy cast. Oh my fucking God. We could. And just, we could just like kill ourselves or do that. It's one of the... <laughs> Which is uh, better. Like, how long can we go before we offer <laughs> before ourselves? Before we yes. kill ourselves. We like, could, that's the podcast, yeah. We could develop an appreciation for the subtleties of her acting, though. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, oh, I like it. In this movie, she didn't do the screaming for <laughs> 45 minutes. She did it for 43 minutes. In oh, this movie, so she better. toned it down a little bit, and it was so much better. I really enjoyed myself. It wasn't torture the whole time. It's like being really into math rock, though, right? It's like, I mean, it sounds like a wall of noise to you, but you can hear the subtleties <laughs> in in the system, in the in the layers, the complexities that's going on oh there. Oh, my God. Oh, um, my God. But that was kind of the point of this podcast, really, was to take the it, idea it, of it, someone it, who is wildly regarded as just being an eccentric weirdo. <laughs> And I can be almost certain, though, if we, if we do a Melissa McCarthy cast, we will be the only people. Wait, are <laughs> other people doing a Nicholas Ca- pa- no. Nicholas Page cod pass? Yes, yes, they are getting paid. <laughs> We're not. It's very unfortunate. <laughs> a Nicholas Page cast. <laughs> There's one that launched the same time that we launched. Yes, I'm well aware of the other cage off. Yeah, <laughs> it has exactly our name. Our nemesis. Yeah. I mean, I eventually, hope... maybe we'll merge. We'll no, become one we'll podcast. never give in. Never give in. Never surrender. To yeah, because it's one of these Fight. feuds that they have no ideas going on. <laughs> so you're I saying tweet, we're winning? I, I, I tweeted at them. They're aware of us <laughs> and our feud. Yeah, they, but they're, they, not, they're not aware of the feud, my friend. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. that's silently brewing. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be gangs of New York up in here soon. You know. Yeah, going to do more mean tweets at them. <laughs> yes, and that's how I remember the mean tweets. <laughs> the me- the mean the tweets, mean of, tweets New York. of New York. Yes, <laughs> the mean tweets. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I'm sure. I hope. I, I hope. I pray there isn't one. I suspect there isn't one because she, she can't can't be that like. I'm sure oh, yeah, there you, is a McCarthy McCarthy podcast. Yeah podcast you think there is one yes oh, I'm, scared. I'm sure I'm scared, I'm scared to look at it now 
There's no way you I can mean, be as much of a public figure as she is and not have something, some sort of fan thing. No, but, but isn't, is, Wait, isn't it just going to be her own podcast, podcast? Actually, isn't it just going to be her own podcast, like the the Melissa yeah. McCarthy podcast where she she talks, yeah, about things. I don't know her like her movies and probably yeah, yeah, life but... if she has one. There'll be there'll be one about her. There'll be a fan cast. I'm sure there is. I don't know. I'm looking it up now. Like she shows up as a guest in some podcasts. Yeah. I I might be like it might be safe to say that Nicolas Cage might have the most podcasts. About he may do. He has a lot. I don't know who else would have more. Yeah, like who 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 has the second most podcasts? Because I'm thinking like even outside of acting, like 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 you have people like like Obama for example right like who's arguably more famous than Nicolas Cage more people know of Obama than Nicolas Cage even though Nicolas Cage yeah. is also very famous right but yeah. but who would host a podcast about Obama right uh Rush I'm sure they exist <laughs> but yeah or he's like a topic on a lot of podcasts maybe. yeah like a one a one off for... so that's very different Recurring topic, but not the focus of the entire podcast. Yeah, yeah. There's got to like, have been Trump. They're, cast. they're ranking Obama speeches. You know, like there has to every, have been every episode. Every episode I think, I, I, think I was subscribed speech. to a Trump cast. Yeah, there's got to have been podcasts yeah, there, dedicated there one, to Trump. Yeah, there was one at least I know of and listened to. No, I'm, I'm sure there's been several. Like because they're, they're more co- more cultish as well, for better or for worse. But like yeah. with that comes. The sort of thing where they would have a podcast where to discuss basically how great he is, mm, yeah. because it's a thing they enjoy because it's like yeah. a cult, right? Literally. Yeah. And I'm not saying all Trump supporters are cultists. I'm saying some Trump supporters are cultists like that. Mm-hmm. Just very sus. In case someone who's listening <laughs> gets offended, just to be clear, what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mind offending people, but. I want the offense to be what I mean and not something else. Oh, you d- you don't like collateral damage in your of- offense? Yes, blasts. exactly, exactly. So Donald Trump is an idiot, but not all his support his, his supporters are cultists. That's what I'm saying. But I think this is a reasonable level of offensive, right? P- probably. What did Hillary Clinton say? The deplorables or whatever. The deplorables. Oh, I'm sure so there's terrible. several deplorables podcasts now. Oh my god! Oh my god! I hate we it. We are the, de- the deplorables, and we love Trump. Did the deplore off? The deplore off. The plural deplorables. The plurality. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a, plural- and, uh, a plurality of deplorables. <laughs> That's yeah. difficult to say, even. <laughs> and then they should be stopping the steal. Yeah, but, but I mean, I'm sure that exists. It's Stop the Steal podcast. That's guaranteed oh, to exist. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but okay. What were we on about? Sorry for derailing with the whole like who has the most podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Nicholas Cage. I just um, I just asked yeah. God, and he yeah, told he me told it was Nicholas Cage. Yeah. You you could ask um ask oh, Bing or you could ask Amazon Echo. I told you I just asked God. God, that's that's even better. Yeah, yeah. So I did ask Jeff. Him. So you asked Jeff Bezos himself then? No, I asked Bing. <laughs> Bing, okay, Bing is God. I thought Jeff Bezos was God. No, he's oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh shit! Right. And Jesus, man, don't you know you Jesus? 
Elon, Elon Musk is the Holy Ghost. E- Elon Musk is. Elon Musk. Elon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The Elon Gated Podcast. Yes. That would oh be funny God. if Elon hadn't made that joke himself. He did. Yeah. yeah. That joke. And that, that takes all the humor out of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, unless we have anything else uh, completely off topic that anyone wants to bring up. No, not particularly. I'm assuming most of it is going to get cut anyway, so, you know. <laughs> Joke's on you. It's all thing in. <laughs> Look, haven't you been listening to the internet? Cutting? No, what is it? Editing is censorship. Yes. Oh. oh that's that's so why the so Snyder great. Cut had to be four hours long, because you're not allowed to leave anything behind. Oh, so so you're saying, you're saying Snyder wanted to cut, to have, like, a director's cut, but they're like... No, Snyder, it's no, not the staying fans, in. No, no. The, the fans who gave him the power to release the Snyder Cut also stipulated that it must be everything. Everything. <laughs> it must be no editing. It must be in the order it was shot. <laughs> I, I haven't watched the film, but I assume it's a confusing mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from from um, I wouldn't expect that to be the case. <laughs> they just shot everything oh my god i I would i would love that like if someone just does like someone gets a hold of like the shooting schedule of different movies and then they they re-edit the movies to be in shooting that would be just to show how nonsensical it would be if you did that yeah and the weird thing would be that every now and then there would be a film that would be exactly the same because there are Mm -hmm. a few films that they do make sure they shoot everything in order for some reason usually there's some technical reason they have to do it or whatever Mm. But um, so you'd have yeah, all these weird really films. At the end, they, they kill the actor, so you know they want to make sure that they use the actor first. <laughs> uh, they, these brothers that do these movies—I forgot what they call the Duplass brothers—they shoot everything sequentially because right. they do like they do like uh, what's the thing where you uh, act, but then you make up stuff while you're acting. Ad lib. Where you ad lib a lot, but what is it? improv. Improv. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, and then they want to like work that in, obviously, because exactly. they make up stuff too. Yeah. Okay. They work that in to the next thing and the next thing. I mean, like, the, the only reason you, you don't shoot it sequentially is because it's stupid, right? Like, if you, if you have a location, <laughs> no, because, like, if you have a location, like, you're shooting at a rooftop, for example, right? And you're going to have that rooftop show up at three different times um, mm-hmm. in the movie, like, in, say, the Room, a very famous movie, for example, right? Yeah. You would shoot that, like, let's say, during a week, right? You would you would rent the rooftop for a week and you would shoot all of the scenes that you're going to have on the roof. Instead of, like, oh, hello, can we rent it? And they're like, yes. And then you go and you shoot some other stuff. And, hey, can we rent it again? And then if you're unlucky, they're like, no, you can't rent it. Eh? you fucked. No, I, I don't like that plan. I would build a replica of the rooftop on a soundstage and then put a blue screen around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. That sounds yeah, like yeah. the big brain approach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to make sure that it's not like super obvious that it's fake, though. Like, like you have like, you know, like you make sure the bricks are solid and don't like have gaps in them and stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. Make sure your blue blue screening is on point. Just it mm-hmm. only just wavers, you know, just a little bit. And, and things just wobble a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you open a door, a door or close the door. Yeah. The, the whole thing just shakes just a little bit, not too much though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a professional just, just enough so you, you can be like, oh, there's an earthquake, you know, like, oh, <laughs> it's San Francisco. I mean, um, anywhere, like, good heaven. Earthquake, exactly. Anyway, you've been listening 
to a podcast that's technically about Nicolas Cage, but is also about us talking shit, apparently, for, I think, literally 15 minutes now. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us for whatever reason, you can use the tweet, the mean tweets of New York and contest us, <laughs> contest, contact us at Cage Off Cast. I think I fucked this up last week as well. Um, just add tweet us or mention us. Yeah, mention us. Um, Reply you know, at us. Slide into yeah. the DMs. Do whatever you want to do. Come to our houses. You know, whatever you want. Um, I don't really understand Twitter, so just make sure you're very clear in your intentions. Um, don't, don't send Aaron unsolicited dick pics at, at what's what's the what's the Cage Off Cast. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. Just don't do that. Do they, don't don't do Photoshop that. them onto Nicolas Cage because that would be awful. <laughs> Do not do that. That's that's we're saying that you should not do that. Yeah, yes. don't do that. Yeah. Um, or if you um, are a luddite who hates technology but still uses technology, you could contact us at. Man, I'm real bad at this right now because I have to use contact twice in a sentence, and my brain was just like, "Don't do that. That's going to sound weird." You <laughs> can email us at do, do contact at cageoff.se. Um, I'm not going to spell the URL. That's what people normally do. They spell the URL, but I think you can spell cage and off, all one word. I think you could spell that. If you can't spell it, look at the device you're holding now. It's written there. Just cheat sheet. Pro tips. Wait, why? (laughs) Does your phone just have cage off written on it somewhere? No, but if you're listening to cage off... What if they're holding an unrelated piece of paper, like, like, (laughs) like something from work? Right, like they're, they're listening to the podcast and like they're reading like some boring ass document, <laughs> and they're like, "What? What you? Did you write something on my paper?" <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Yes, look at your phone. Harder. It's written it's all there. there. It's written." Yeah, but the, if they look at their phone, it might have the slash in the name. Oh, that's true. We and that's don't use the slash. Don't put the sl- Twitter will get angry if you put the slash in the name. Do not yeah. do that. Yeah, okay. Do. Good. <laughs> um, Especially. Especially you, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, I think think that's all I have to say. Um, This has been uh, John Goodman uh, signing off. And uh, also, I was with uh, Rakan. Yeah. And I was with Yuan. And we're going to go now. Bye-bye. Uh, no stop.